Travels with Charlie is paid for by Jolly Convenience Stores, Mill Travel American Express, and Casella Waste. The views and opinions expressed in Travels with Charlie do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to WDEV at RadioVermont.com. Well, it's all about all the folks you meet. Sitting in a diner or out in the street. Catch up with the news. Get your point of view. I want to hear what unravels. I'll see you in my travels. I'll be hanging round, covering lots of ground. If you'd be so kind, you share what's on your mind. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Travels with Charlie. Your host, Charlie Papillo. Happy to be here with you this afternoon. Hey, uh, let me be the first to say happy fall. It is officially fall as of, I think, Saturday. Uh, although autumn, they have the meteorological uh, autumn and all that, but the real fall is here. I mean, I had a beautiful weekend. Uh, went up to Hackett's Orchards in uh, South Hero. And, you know, you're hearing a lot about uh, the apple production this year. They are loaded with apples, apple cider donuts, uh, rides to the, to the apple orchards. Uh, so great, great day. And I know there's some other uh, apple orchards. Some of them may be struggling. They may not be picking, but you can uh, certainly go in there and support them by buying their apples. Uh, but, uh, it's fall and enjoy the wonderful, uh, aspects of fall that are, that are out there. Again, thanks for joining me today and thanks to my sponsors for, uh, being here and, uh, you know, putting us on the air and keeping us on the air. Casella Waste Systems, Casella.com, Zero Sort Recycling, helping to keep it out of the landfill. Jolly Convenience Stores, when you're on the road like I am, you know where to go for hot coffee, sandwiches, snacks, uh, ice cold drinks. Home of the Daily Smile, fill up your belly, fill up your car. Jolly Convenience Stores and Milne Travel. When you're traveling, MilneTravel.com, they'll do it for you. And speaking of cider, you've got to lobby the folks at uh, Myers Bagel Cafe in Burlington. And congratulations to them with their Seven Daisies Award Best Bagels. I've been telling you that for years. They are the best bagels, but uh, they introduced over the weekend a Citizen Cider Cinnamon Sugar Bagel. And how about this? They're only, they only did it on the weekend. So when you stop in and see Adam, tell him, you got to bring it back. I didn't get a chance to get in there on Saturday or Sunday. Uh, delicious, just unbelievable combination. Citizen Cider Cinnamon Sugar Bagel, Myers Bagel Cafe. It's a new location, 408 Shelburne Road in South Burlington. On today's show, today on Travels with Charlie, Greg Tatro will be joining me. Greg is with uh, Jenna's Promise, of course. They're going to have details on their second annual silent and live auction that's happening this Saturday at Jenna's house in Johnson. Jeff Weld will be joining me with the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight. My first guest today was with the Vermont Department of Health, a public health programs administrator. Uh, talk about uh, their program, 802 Quits. Dana Bourne. Dana, welcome to Travels with Charlie. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, for joining me. You know, uh, for people that are listening today and they're going, wow, uh, this is a program that Vermont is offering and you can correct me if I'm wrong at any time. Just don't be afraid. Just jump in and say you're wrong. People tell me all the time, but it's a free program. Yep. Am I correct? Yeah. So if you want to quit smoking, if you've been smoking and it doesn't matter how long you've been smoking, if you want help quitting smoking, 802, as the name implies, 802 quits will help you out. 
Yeah, well, it's it's even better than free because we're giving you free counseling, free nicotine replacement therapy, which we know, you know, that's the expensive piece of that. Yeah. But for a lot of Vermonters, we're also going to pay you to quit. <sighs> we have a lot of incentives and rewards available right now for Vermonters who are interested in quitting. That's amazing. And it doesn't matter if it's your first time or your third time. Quitting is hard, and we're here. How long has uh, 802 Quits been uh, in, in effect? Oh, this has been over 10 years. Every state and every territory in the country has a quit line. 802 Quits is Vermont's. Uh, in the last few years, we've really tried to up what we're offering, meaning we've got incentive programs, we've got protocols that help folks who want to engage online or via text. Really, you know, maybe if that phone counseling isn't working for you, how can we best serve you? Yeah. So with 10 years under your belt, is is smoking down, Dana? That's a tough question. So smoking cigarettes, that might be trending down. But our to- total tobacco use, that's up. This vaping epidemic, you know, we used to think, oh, you know, youth are vaping. Yeah. Well, those youth are becoming young adults and those young adults are becoming adults. And we're seeing this vaping trend kind of going up and up. So it's a tough to say smoking might be decreasing or holding steady, yeah. but, but the total tobacco use, that that's unfortunately not. Not the case. So there might be some myths out there. Maybe you can break them. You know, when you mentioned vaping, I know when vaping first came out, e-cigarettes first came out, everyone was thinking that, oh, this is a, it's a safe alternative to smoking. Others thought that it's a great way to wean yourself off tobacco. Sure. Uh, none of that's true, is it? There, the only FDA-approved method of quitting is using nicotine replacement therapy. Now. In some cases, are we seeing, you know, someone who used to smoke two packs a day, they're vaping and they're helping them wean off of smoking? Mm -hmm. Sure, there are cases of that. I don't want to say, you know, the harm reduction isn't working because it is. But what we're more likely seeing is those youth who are never going to start smoking a cigarette are starting vaping and at younger ages. And and it's a lot harder to break that habit as there's a lot more nicotine in a vape than there is in a traditional cigarette. So there's more nicotine and my understanding is there's also a lot of toxic chemicals in there and people think they're not lighting it with a match. Sure. It's uh, it's a vape so it's like almost um, I, I don't know, I, I've never done it I've seen people do it. You see people outside all the time, they look like they're holding a pen they put it to their mouth and all of a sudden a big puffs of, of smoke, but it's not smoke, it's like steam, right? It is like steam, but there's still a lot of chemicals in there, like you said. So I think, you know, the tobacco industry does a really good job marketing themselves as, hey, this is safe and this is clean. We know that's not true. We know that it's hurting lungs and we know that it's causing addiction. And we are actually seeing the dual use. So folks who are vaping and smoking cigarettes, that's probably our highest use. And we see that a lot, that you started just vaping and now you're also converting to smoking cigarettes where maybe you would have never started smoking before. So yeah, that's it's not just this clean, clean air that you're breathing. Yeah. Uh, You know, when you talk about marketing, I mean, that's one way marketing. Anybody knows that if you have a product, you you market it and you market a specific group Mm -hmm. and you target them and you work hard on that. And that's those are your customers. And it just seems, again, from the outside, uh, looking at vaping products, because I've seen some of the ads or or some of the I mean, they're. The flavors is like bubble gum, the cotton candy. You know, this isn't the, you know, the truck driver um, who's vaping those flavors. Maybe he is, but you know, uh, typically it looks, it sounds like, and looks like they're targeting youth. That is what we're seeing, and there's a lot of 
industry discussion on banning flavors. In Vermont, this is something we've been trying to do in the legislative branch, but also there's kind of an FDA branch going, well, if this is, you know, you're opening up yeah. this door to all these other folks who maybe would never be using tobacco at all, but the industry is kind right. of targeting these folks who, hey, flavors might be their gateway in. They've even tried that with alcohol. There were some sure. brands uh, of alcohol that came out, and, and people were looking at it like, what's this flavor that uh, you're, you're putting in? You know, it's a vodka, and again, it's a it's a cotton candy flavor or something. Mm-hmm. seems like you're targeting youth. Right. I mean, you see this in the cannabis industry, too, those products that look very similar to, you know, candy or youth products. Yeah. It's the same thing that we're seeing. That the, the industry, I always say, I, I will always have this job if I want it. The industry has a lot more money than in funding than yeah. we do. They're, they have a lot of dollars to put behind this. You know, I used to ask myself this question every time the uh, the legislature would would raise the tax on a pack of cigarettes, and I'd say that, well, you know, people will find a way around that, and they do. They buy online. They'll buy from. I think you can still buy from reservations and things like that, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so they find ways around it. And I, uh, you know, you would ask yourself, well, what would happen if people stop smoking? That would be a great loss of tax revenue. I do you have any idea how much revenue is brought in in this state in tax taxes? I can't speak to that directly. I do know my colleagues have a lot of great talking points on that. I will say. That's what we hear, right? If we're, if we say, oh, we want to remove all flavors and yeah. we want to remove or increase taxes, what we hear is about the community members who are saying, hey, this is how I'm making my money, right? And I, I don't want to say that that's untrue because that's true, like that it would affect sales. But I think we need to think about whole life and all individuals, especially in Vermont where, you know, we're a small state who really likes to take care of one another. So while we might in a few years lose some funding, you know, lose some of that tax dollars. What it's costing us in terms of Medicaid, um, healthcare costs, and just general healthcare costs, like we will make up for that difference pretty quickly. Absolutely. 802 quits is not funded by tax. Is that correct? That's correct. We're funded by the, the master settlement agreement. So that yeah. agreement between the tobacco industries and the federal government, um, that as long as they're going to continue selling tobacco products, they need to fund uh, cessation and prevention services. So that money will continue to come in. As long as they're selling cigarettes, the money will continue to come in. Correct. Dana Bourne, my guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie. 802 Quits is uh, the organization that she's with. And if you are smoking and you would love to quit, you'd like more information, you can uh, certainly go to their website, uh, 802quits.org. Or you can call in right now and talk with Dana, 244-1777, or 1-877-291-8255. And specifically, we'd love to hear from you today if you have given up cigarettes in the past, you continue to not smoke, or if you've tried and nothing seems to work, maybe Dana has some some ideas through uh, 802 Quits or just love to hear from you. And I can tell you my own stories. Uh, you know, it's been 30 plus years, if not more. I lost count since uh, since I gave up smoking. And I'll talk about that uh, in a moment as well. So uh, keep it right here on Travels with Charlie. And we'll be right back after these messages on WDEV. Back with you. Good afternoon. Travels with Charlie, your host, Charlie Pavillo. I got to tell you about my friends at Myers Bagel Cafe. I've been telling you for years that uh, the best bagels in the Burlington area, uh, bar none, they are fantastic. They're at a new location, 
408 Shelburne Road in South Burlington. They just opened up recently. They've rebranded. They call themselves Myers Wood Fired Bagels and Pizza. Uh, now they've always been wood fired, but uh, they've added. Uh, they're going to be adding pizza to their menu very, very shortly. Hang on. What makes their bagels different? Well, they're hand rolled, they're honey boiled, and they're cooked in a wood fired oven. They're Montreal style. The only place you can get them in the area. Uh, they won a Seven Daisy Award again. The best bagels in the area. Fantastic flavored cream cheeses. Uh, and I mentioned uh, their their Citizen Cider Cinnamon Sugar Bagel. That was a limited bagel just for the weekend. You got to tell them keep making it. It's delicious. They're open from six to two daily. Very very creative sandwich menu. You got to check out the three seven seven brisket or the McMire. They smoke their own meats there. That's Myers Bagel Cafe. Myers Wood Fired Bagels. 408 Shelburne Road in South Burlington. They're open from 6 to 2 daily. Check them out now. My guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie is Dana Bourne. She's with 802 Quits. If you are trying to give up smoking, 802quits.org can help you out, and we can help you right now. If you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. If you've tried to quit in the past and it hasn't worked, if you've, uh, if you have, we'd love to find out, uh, you know, how it worked for you, what works for you. And there are lots of tools to help, as uh, Dana will explain. In fact, uh, all free and, uh, you know, you can, you can sign up and you can get a stress ball. You can, uh, <laughs> you can get uh, all sorts of things like this to help you out. Yeah, there's, you know, quitting is, a journey, but quitting is also about a lot of folks are using tobacco. Oh, I'm stressed or I've got this going on or, you know, whatever reason. And we want to give you the support tools to kind of learn like, oh, you're feeling stressed. Okay. Let's find ways to alleviate that stress. Let's find ways to kind of take this energy and redirect it. So not only are we looking at, you know, counseling is obviously going to help talk through why you're using products and how to better build support systems, but also that nicotine replacement therapy like gum, patches, lozenges, that'll kind of help wean you off that nicotine dependence. Um, but then, yeah, these quit tools, kind of fidget tools for like, do you want to do something with your hands? Yeah. You're feeling you know, anxious, you're feeling antsy. We have tools for that too. We know that that's a big part of um, of using tobacco, but that's a big part. I mean, I have these tools on my desk when I'm in meetings. If I'm yep. in meetings all day and you're, you know, that's hard to sit, <laughs> sit still all day. So they work for other things they too. They work for other things too. <laughs> yeah. And we, I, I send them out to everything. I, whenever I'm at a, a conference, I have them. Those are people love to take these, these fidget toys. So people that have tried to quit before or, or if you haven't, um, they say that the, the first two weeks are the hardest. After, after you reach that two week, not that it's, a lot easier. It's still a lot of struggling, but you've got to get through that first two weeks. And how do you get through those first two weeks, Dana? That's where we really like people to lean on that, that nicotine replacement therapy. We know, you know, nicotine is one of the hardest substances to quit. It is just as challenging as a lot of other substances, but we have these medications that can help kind of wean that off. And those first two weeks, that really is that it's changing that behavior of, hey, every 15 minutes or every 45 minutes, I'm going outside to have a cigarette. Okay, well, let's use that time to change that behavior. Let's go outside for a walk. Let's go outside and do other things. Yeah. But getting through that that addiction period of that, like, oh, my body is used to having nicotine at all these times and, and kind of finding ways around that, that's really that those key steps. And that's where we see people... And I don't want to say failing because I said it's a journey, right? We know yeah. on average people are taking up to 10 to 12 times before they quit successfully. Yeah. So anytime some journey isn't 
as successful as you want it to be, you've learned something. Right. So every time that they engage with 802 quits, hey, last time I knew this patch didn't work for me, but I'm going to try gum this time. And I knew walking, going for a walk when I felt stress was helpful. Or I knew I could text the 802 quits app and kind of get some helpful support. So I, you know, it's this real, this learning experience that we're trying to. So, so you haven't failed. As you mentioned it, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. You've, you haven't failed. You're going to learn from that. And, um, you know, maybe you fall off the wagon, but, you know, the time wasn't right. You know, I can tell you this. I mean, you have to want to quit. That More than anything, you have to want to quit. And and for me, and I'll share it with you and our, our listeners, if, if you'd like to join us, we'd love to hear from you as well. 244-1777-1877-291-8255. In fact, here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll give you a – I have some gift cards, you know uh, – uh, Steve Mahoney joined me a couple of weeks ago with, and he left some uh, aviation deli and fine food gift cards here uh, for $10. They have unbelievable sandwiches there. Uh, just call in and give us a little story, and I'll mail one of these to you, okay? Simple as that. If, or if you've quit smoking, I'll reward you. Um, I'll mail one to you, okay? Uh, 244-1777. So for me, Dana, I remember, uh, and again, there was like maybe two or three times it took me to quit smoking. I wasn't a long-term smoker. I started in college. In fact, a lot of kids, you know, my age growing up in high school, they were smoking, and I didn't get into that. I just, I didn't. Uh, um, when I moved away from home and I was going to college and it seemed like everyone was smoking and, you know, now you're in an environment where no one's watching you. You know, you, there's no parents, uh, no one's around and, and you go, oh, you know, and your roommates are smoking and here's what happens. You go, give me one. And that's the big mistake right there because next thing you know, and you always say to yourself, I'm not going to smoke. I just want one now. And then you reach a point where, You get up in the morning, you have to have a cigarette, and it just continues on and on and on. For me, it was more about health. It was never about the money. When I look at what it costs for a pack of cigarettes today, I go, man, can you imagine if you quit smoking, and you have numbers on this, Dana, I think on average $3,000 a year is what somebody spends on cigarettes. Right. That's a trip to a nice location yeah. somewhere, maybe twice a year. Think about it. Yeah, it's, you know, obviously, I, I think at this point, folks know, like, okay, smoking's maybe not the healthiest decision I'm making. But when you look at the money that you could be saving, yeah. and I'm going to give you the free resources to quit, and I might even pay you to quit, and then on top of that, you're going to save all this money, I think that is a big driving factor for folks. I think knowing I could have some extra, you know, change in my pocket or I, I could go on a nice vacation. Yeah. Hey, that's a great that's a great motivation. So tell me how 802 quits will pay you. In fact, uh, you can earn up to $250, right? Yeah, we have some protocols that are incentivized. So that's a fancy way of saying I'm going to pay you for every counseling visit you complete. And we are currently giving rewards to folks who by looking at our data use tobacco at higher rates in the state and are having less success quitting. So everything we do is really data-driven. So I'm not just picking randomly these groups. (laughs) We are currently incentivizing anyone who's Medicaid or uninsured in Vermont. We know that that is a population that uses tobacco at a high rate and has a hard time quitting. So we're offering some additional financial resources there. You're also offering confidential help for teens. So this is an area, again, as you talk about youth that are taking up uh, the habit of smoking and they need some help and they might be a little concerned about, you know, where do they go? Because they're probably not smoking in front of their parents. 
How can they get that help? Yeah, so My Life, My Quit is our youth-focused program. We know a lot of youth are engaging with substances because of mental health concerns, if they're feeling anxious, if they're feeling depressed. Um, and this is all data that uh, the state of Vermont has looked at. But we're seeing, hey, they are kind of turning to substances because they're feeling overwhelmed. And if we can provide a service that not only helps them quit the substance, but also talks to them about their mental health and helps engage them with more successful support, that's really a way of, of offering that. So mylifemyquit.org is really the way Vermont youth can engage. This is a completely confidential um, service. Parents don't need to know about this service. You know, I think that's a concern for youth that like, oh, right. I have to tell my parents I'm quitting, which means I have to tell them I'm using. And I, that's just a, a can of worms I don't want to open. And I understand that. So that's kind of where this. Jan from Barrytown uh, either quit smoking or is going to tell us that she's going to quit smoking. <laughs> uh, and she's going to get an aviation deli and fine food gift card. Jan, good afternoon on Travels with Charlie with uh, Dana Bourne from 802 Quits. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So what's your story, Jan? Are you a smoker? Have you given up smoking? What's the deal? Well, I gave up smoking. Congratulations. But if it wasn't for the vaping, I couldn't have done it. I tried everything. I smoked for over 25 years. So vaping did help you then? Yes, because you can buy the vaping liquid with reduced nicotine. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And it was a friend of mine who took that route that got me into it. And I had five other friends, and now I have two other friends that are going the same route. But the sad thing is they can't buy it on the Internet like I started, and they can't buy it in Vermont. So where do you think they go to buy it? New Hampshire. New Hampshire, yeah. So, Jan, this isn't something that uh, you can get through your doctor. Would a doctor, Dana, maybe you know, would a doctor prescribe a a vaping? Not currently, but I, you know, I do like to hear that you said you're kind of decreasing your nicotine use. So I appreciate you talking about that. And I think that is important. When folks are using vapes in that way, they can be really helpful. And, you know, you're taking that nicotine level down. Um, But... I think our concern why you can't buy it online and you can't really buy those products in Vermont is because youth are getting a hold of them. So, you know, it is this tricky line of I'm so glad that that worked for you and I'm so glad that you quit. But it is a it's this risk reward that I think we're trying to balance here. Jan, I've got a gift card to uh, Aviation Deli and Fine Foods for you. Would you like to pick it up here at uh, WDEV or do you want me to mail it to you? No, no, that's all right. Give it to someone else. Thank you. Okay, well, thanks for your call this afternoon. We're going to go to South Burlington, and Renee is joining us. Renee or Rainey, I'm not sure uh, how you pronounce the name, but uh, good afternoon and welcome to Travels with Charlie. Are you a former smoker? Many, many, many years ago. And how did you... One of my favorite, favorite uh, relative died of lung cancer, and watching him die... Um, it's, it's like choking to death. It's, it, it was, it was so terrifying that it didn't take me very long to realize this, this is stupid. <laughs> and I, and I stopped smoking and I've, I've never, sm- I can't even, I can smell a cigarette lit up a mile away. Yeah. It, 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 it's so offensive. So that was your incentive, Renee? Did you? Did you yeah, quit that, cold turkey, or did you uh, use a pro? Cold, ab- absolutely cold turkey. Wow. This is just stupid. It's just killing yourself. Hmm. And, well, you, and, and, you, 
You deserve a gift card, Renee. Would uh, do you, would you like me to mail it to you, or uh, would you pick it up here at WDEV? Oh, I'll pick it up at WDEV. All right, it'll be at the front desk for you. Thanks uh, for joining us here on Travels with Charlie. And thanks for what she's doing. The young kids today smoking just don't have a clue what they're into, and they think the vaping helps them. But the stuff that's in the vaping, of course, is all kinds of chemical stuff, which they have no clue what's doing to your lungs or the rest of your body. Right, you are. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. What are they doing, Dana? The point that Renee brings up about youth, is there education programs anywhere? Uh, I mean, is this being taught in schools, uh, through other organizations, sports organizations, to teach kids about the dangers of starting smoking? As we mentioned, once you start, it's hard to quit. Yeah, so I work for the tobacco control program. So half of us are working on cessation, like I am, trying to get folks to quit. The other half is really focused on that prevention piece. We are engaged with school nurses, coaching. You know, we're really trying to say, okay, if we educate youth about what's in there, you know, and and youth are smart. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, they just don't know any better. They do know. They're smart. Yeah, there's a lot of peer pressure. Yeah, and if we can educate them around, this is actually what's in there. It's not safe. We don't have a, even have enough information to know if it's safe. And right now we're not connecting vaping to lung cancer, but that doesn't mean in a few years we'll right, say, oh, wow, this, right. is, you know, this is what's happening. So, yeah, there's a lot of work around connecting youth and kind of engaging youth to do that work themselves. So if they see friends or classmates vaping, they can say, hey, do you, you, know, do you know what's in there? Do yeah. you know what that's about? And, and kind of giving them some power to say – this is a right. industry's targeting you. You should know that and yep. you should stand up to that. And unfortunately, it's been glamorized for so many years. You know, if you ever watch any old uh, TV shows or old movies, uh, and I watch a lot of you know, some of them, you know, in black and white, everybody's got a cigarette in their hand. Uh, some of the old TV shows, I'm a big fan of Johnny Carson. Johnny was always very um, smart in that he didn't light up on air and he would keep the cigarette under the uh, under the table and I think he would only take a puff on it during breaks but other guests would come out they'd have a cigarette with him and, and continue to smoke we don't see advertising like you did in the past so hopefully uh, as we continue to go forward um, you know these numbers will continue to go down. Um, we don't want you to be out of a job. <laughs> hey, I would be thrilled to be out of a job. <laughs> I'll, a, I'll take it. <laughs> it's a job that you would certainly look forward yes. to because you'd say that uh, it worked. Exactly. And you can move on to something else. Dana, thank you for joining me thank this so afternoon. Much. I appreciate you joining me here in studio. If you'd like more information, 802quits.org. That's the best resource, 802quits.org. Thanks for joining me here. Thank you. Up next, it's Jeff Weld with the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight right here on Travels with Charlie. We are back. Travels with Charlie. Of course, if, if this had been an emergency, I wouldn't be in this seat right now, I can tell you that. <laughs> Coming up uh, next on the program, Greg Tatro from Jenna's Promise will be joining me. But first, it's time for the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight. Jeff Weld, Director of Communications, joins me on the phone line this afternoon. Jeff, good afternoon to you. Hey, Charlie. Good afternoon. So, Jeff, let's talk about, you know, a lot of people, that, especially if you weren't in the flood area, you think that everything's done, everything's all, you know, we've, we've moved on and everything's fine. But, um, it, you know, the cleanup is still ongoing. There's certainly an impact on our landfills, uh, not to mention the families. But I'd, I'd love for you to talk about what Casella has done, not just helping to clean up, but the relief fund with almost $100,000 raised. And I believe you've got some grants going out pretty soon. Yeah, so one of those things that we always think about here in Vermont is um, 
everybody comes together in times of need and, and you hate to see the time of need, but the outcomes are always pretty special. So cleaning's ongoing. Um, the landfill sort of uh, back to normal. I wouldn't say that, you know, it's, it's an area of concern. That kind of influx is uh, prepared for it. Um, it's permitted for that uh, very specific reason. And if you think about it, uh, Vermonters are fortunate to have that facility and have a place to put all that stuff because if you don't, um, then you're, t- you're having a much different conversation and the cleanup takes much longer and costs a lot more money. So grateful to everybody involved that's been involved in that cleanup and really um, sort of uh, what we're seeing with this uh, relief fund is really uh, a nice coming together of all parties to really put forward an effort to get dollars into communities quickly where they're most needed, and um, you know, through a partnership with United Way here in Rutland County, we were able to do that. Put up a, an initial donation of twenty-five thousand, open it up to vendors, customers, employees, and others uh, with a twenty-five thousand dollar match, and we quickly got to about ninety thousand. We're we're right at the sort of hundred thousand dollar mark, and um, we've put out about seventy thousand dollars of that already uh, into the community. Um, Chambers of Commerce in the Ludlow area, Rutland, um, and then individuals as well um, that that needed some some help with whether it's meeting deductibles or or other issues that they were having in, in getting some of that um, funding to to get the relief efforts going. So really a a great opportunity and a great showing by all involved to sort of come together and say, hey, we can we have the ability to raise this money and to get it out into the community really quickly. Um, and all credit to United Way of Rutland County to help us turn around and provide the infrastructure to do just that. And that's what Vermonters do. And thanks to Casella for, you know, leading that charge with uh, the first $25,000 and pledging to match, to match that as well. Uh, and much of that donated by some of your employees and, and other vendors. And uh, people can still donate it if they'd like. Uh, you can make your donations to the United Way of Rutland County. Uh, more information on Casella.com if you'd like uh, to find out about those opportunities as well. So, of course, uh, you know, here we are. It's, uh, you know, a couple of days into fall. And we got fall cleanups coming up, and you know, on top of all the uh, the the water debris, the flood debris that we've been dealing with, we've got uh, these cleanups coming. So, what do people need to know about things like leaves and and other lawn debris that they want to get rid of this time of year, Jeff? Yeah, well, I, uh, my body certainly is feeling the 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 fall cleanup after this weekend. I spent a lot of time out there, and one of the things that we always like to point out, Charlie, is that. A lot of that natural debris is, is great to leave right where it is. So if you've got leaves, you've got things that you're cleaning up, and you've got a way to, to get them into mulch piles or, or backyard compost, that's a great, great fertilizer and feed for your own um, property. Uh, if you can't, if you have too much, or if you if you don't have the, the size property where you can utilize it effectively, you, know, you can certainly find a drop-off location. Most transfer stations all have that drop-off location. Um Find out, you know, when pickups are happening, when um, when we'll be out there to, to pick up yard waste and debris and things like that. So, you know, it's it's certainly not something that we want to see end up in a landfill. Uh, it doesn't belong in your regular household trash. Um, and there's a lot of great ways to put that material to a to a better use uh, than disposing of it. So, you know, our website, Cella.com, uh, Recycle Better, gives a lot of good tips on. 
uh, fall cleanup, clean out closets, all that fun stuff, and, and where that material belongs. Absolutely, and uh, and of course, uh, you know, for the garden next year, if you want to start composting, that's going to only going to help it uh, grow a, a lot better. Quickly before we go, Jeff, uh, any job opportunities with Casella? How can people find out about that? Yeah, I mean, if you're a if you're a driver, if you're an aspiring driver, uh, one of one thing that popped up the other day that I was really excited about. Um, we've now graduated over 170 uh, CDL drivers through our CDL program where, you know, these folks come in with an aspiration to become a driver. Maybe they have a roadblock where the cost is too much or they can't afford to get their CDL and they don't know how to get trained. We train them free of charge, get them their CDL and, and get them on the road to a debt-free career. And we put 170 folks through that facility um, and gotten them their, their driver's license. So, uh, driveforcasella.com, all of our drivers' um, opportunities. We've got back office functions available um, here in Vermont. If you're looking to relocate, we can help you relocate as well. So um, check it out, um, you know, driveforcasella.com for drivers, caselacareers.com um, for all other functions. And, um, you know, we certainly always hiring, always looking for um Great new people to, to join our staff. I, I was uh, I was looking at some stats the other day. So I started at Casella in 2019. We had about 1,200 employees at that time. Today we have over 4,000. So wow. a great opportunity, great place to work. Always growing, always hiring. Um, so uh, you know, I'm certainly biased. But it's a great place to work. Yeah, and, you know, amazing with 170 uh, new people that you've added on with your uh, drivers, uh, uh, drivers, Ed, uh, I recall when you when you launched that program. So that's just amazing. Very successful. Casella.com for more information. Driveforcasella.com. Jeff Well, the Director of Communications with the Casella Waste Sustainability Spotlight. And still got some raking to go because we got a lot more leaves coming down, Jeff. So stay in shape and we'll, Absolutely. we'll talk with you next month. Take care. Absolutely. Thanks, Charlie. Take care. All right. Greg Tatro from Jenna's Promise, the Recovery Center in Johnson, has a big fundraiser coming up this Saturday. And Greg's got those details all straight ahead right here on Travels with Charlie, WDEV. back. Thanks for joining me this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, uh, your host, Charlie Papillo, and I'm joined in studio with uh, Greg Tatro from Jenna's Promise, Jenna's Place. Greg's uh, been on a, a number of times. Greg and I, we actually filmed a, one of the Travels with Charlie videos uh, before Jenna's house had even opened, if I'm not, not mistaken. Good, good afternoon, Greg. Well, thank you, Charlie, for having us again. We appreciate this opportunity. Well, it's National Addiction Recovery Month, and uh, this is something, you know, you know what's really interesting, and I'm sure that you hear this all the time. You know, my pr- first guest this afternoon, Dana Bourne, was in here, and, and I said, you know, Greg Tatro's coming on. Have you met Greg? And she says, I knew Jenna. Um, and you must hear that. You must run into people all the time that uh, that knew your daughter. And we do. We uh, we did a bunch of parking of cars in Jericho this weekend, and so many people came through and said, you know, I knew Jenna, and uh, she was a good she was a good person. You know, we miss her, miss her like hell. Well, Jenna's promise is her legacy, and and uh, and and it continues to grow. You've got Jenna's house, the recovery center, but it's more than a recovery center. You've got the coffee shop, you've got housing. Uh, an appliance sales store. I'm probably missing something, Greg. What else am I missing here? 
We do we do about anything, you know. We sell products at JP's Promising Goods, and then we have our coffee roaster, Jenna's Promise Coffee Roasting Company, which now we're in all the state rest areas. So if you stop to use the you rest are. area, you Fantastic. see our coffee. In there. Great. I'm glad that you were able to do that. You it's know, and like the other well. guys, but I'm glad that you're in there. Well, don't, they don't need yeah. they don't need <laughs> they don't need uh, any more exposure. You need it. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the economic impact to uh, to downtown Johnson, and not just with the flood. That's a whole other area because now we're you need to rebuild again. But what Jenna's Promise has done, and what Greg and Don Tatro have done, and through Tatro Construction, what you've done to rebuilding much of what was empty. Yes, yeah, so every building that we are using. From Jenna's house, we, we uh, rehabilitated a medical facility in the old Parker and Stearns facility and the coffee shop. All those buildings were abandoned, uh, nothing going on in them. And uh, now there's life and there's energy and there's business. And uh, there's uh, Jenna's house, of course, is more for helping people and doing fundraisers like we're doing this weekend. So it's uh, it makes me proud to go through town and see that we have helped change the town a little bit. Yeah, and I bet you the pe- people that live there are really happy that uh, that you're there and doing what you're doing. I think I think most of them are. I'm not sure all of them are, but <laughs> well, you can't please everybody, right? <laughs> I think uh, I think there's some more education that needs to be done for some folks, but uh, but no, we feel welcome. Now, where did uh, what organizations, what uh, buildings suffered some flood damage, Greg? Yeah, the medical facility was the worst. That was right on Main Street. We had probably about five feet of water in that, so we're still working on that one. Uh, Jenna's uh, house, one of our recovery houses. Uh, took a pretty good hit, but uh, we got that fixed up and going pretty good. We had uh, a long list of people waiting to come, and we didn't have the beds for a little while, and that pushed us hard because those folks need our help now. Sure. Uh, Greg Tatro with uh, Jenna's Promise, my guest this afternoon on Travels with Charlie, 244-1777 or 1-877-291-8255. If you have a question, you have a comment, you want to talk about uh, the event that they've got coming up this Saturday, that it is this Saturday at Jenna's house. That's 117 St. John Street. Uh, uh, that's the old church, right? It is the old Catholic church where Don and I were married, and Jenna and Gregory both uh, went to Mass there. Uh, it's been in the family for, for a long time. So when that church was closed and it was up for sale, and at that time you had suffered the loss of your daughter and you decided to do something, and wh- how did that little light bulb go off uh, in, in your head and you, you looked at the church and said, this would be a great place for a recovery center? It uh, it didn't take too long. Uh, it was It was painful for a while, you know, and it still is today, honestly, but... But uh, we knew that something had to change, and we saw a lot of the gaps when Jenna was here, like employment. You know, we're very proud of our workforce development program because we're seeing people succeed, not just for us, but they're moving on and, and they're they're living a life like you and I live, Charlie. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to see that. And you talked before about, uh, you know, workforce development and why that's so important. And sometimes people just don't get that. And unless you're you're hit with somebody in your family that is uh, uh, going through uh, recovery or going through addiction, and when they get off uh, the drugs and they try to get back into the workforce, and you know this because that's what your daughter tried to do, and mm-hmm. 
she wasn't able to do it and she overheard something and that kind of that kind of hurt her yeah i think she uh, i know she heard somebody say well i'm not hiring her because she's been a drug addict so even though she was sober at that time so that, that hurt us a lot, and it also drove us, though. It drove us to, to change it, and we have. I mean, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, drug-free, uh, friendly places to work now. Smuggler's Notch, for example, they do a really good job up there trying to promote that, So, uh, and many more. And that's what uh, your your businesses do. You know, JP's Promising Goods, the discount store, Jenna's Promise, the roasting company, the, the coffee shop. They employ people that have gone through recovery and they're looking for that first job. I know of a place in Burlington, uh, the Burlington area in Colchester, uh, Mark Barbecue. Right. And, and, you know, Mark hires people that are going through recovery. And he talks about, I think, you know, his general manager was at one time you know, addicted. And look where he is today because somebody gave him a chance. I couldn't agree more. We have one person that's now managing the coffee shop and uh, to see how much she has grown in the last year is just, it's mind blowing, Charlie. It really is. It's like, because well, I saw her the first day she came in and I look at her now and I'm like, this isn't even the same person. You can't believe it. You can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. But how important is it that you give them not only the guidance, but you support them? And I think that's the key is the support. Well, we have to believe in these folks, and we tell them that we believe in them. My wife says, you know, I believe in you. And and some of these residents will say, nobody's ever said that to me before. So they they know that we're going to do what we can to help them. And uh, it's pretty touching when you see the tears coming down their face just by saying, you know, I believe in you. So it's – we – you know, we're proud of a lot of the residents, and uh, we're making a difference, not just for them, but for their families. It's pretty cool. We had a lady with us that went on vacation to Maine with her family this summer and hadn't been for years. She came back. She was so happy. And I get to talk to the mom and dad, and they're like, oh, my God, I have my daughter back. Yeah. Imagine what that feels like. Absolutely, and and they've they've got a second chance, and that's the, the some people don't get that second chance. Yeah. No, we didn't. You know, I always often think about with Jenna. You know, I'll never get to walk her down the aisle. Yeah, I'll never get to hold her child. Yeah, and uh, and so much more too. Just give her a hug. That's but this is that. something that Jenna would have wanted to do, right? Oh, Jenna's absolutely. Promise. I mean, that's why you called it. It's Jenna's promise. It is. It's exactly what she wanted to see. And hopefully she can see it, yeah. you know. So it's pretty cool. So big event coming up Saturday. This is the second year you've uh, you've done this. So this year will help to uh, rebuild some of those areas that were affected by the flood. Uh, but it's an ongoing event that you do. As I mentioned, it's the second year doing it. And it's a live and an online auction. So do you start the online auction prior to Saturday? Yes, we do. If you go on jennaspromise.org, you'll see where to sign up. And uh, I believe they're going to open that up starting Wednesday or Thursday, sorry, around noontime. And that will go right through till the end. And then uh, we have a live auction, too. That's uh, that's a lot of fun. We yeah. had a blast. Who's the auctioneer? Um, Charlie uh, something or other. It's not you from uh, 
from Burlington. What? I can't think of his last. You know, you would have made a good auctioneer, actually. <laughs> actually, I've only done. It's funny because um, uh, Rusty Ruiz and I. Rusty's actually done auctions. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, he. Uh, you, you need to think of getting Rusty Ruiz uh, next might. time because uh, he's a real deal. He he did auctions. Uh, worked for an auction house in New York City. So we were doing an event. Uh, I think for the Colchester Lions or Colchester Rotary, and uh, they had guest uh, auctioneers, and uh, Rusty was one of them, and I was one of them, and I said, Rusty, I've never done this before. How do you do it? And he gives you that whole head. And the next thing you know, you're up there, and you're just doing it. It's yeah. like, it's like uh, you know, it's like yodeling. I really don't get it, and everybody just sits there, and they don't think that it's anything weird. It's just like, that's what you do. Give me a minute, 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 minute. Point at this guy, point at that guy. People are, you know, hitting their nose, and that means a bit or whatever, but uh, so there'll be that live auction going on. That's this Saturday from 4 to 8 at uh, at 117 St. John Street. That's in Johnson. That's the church. Right. That's Jenna's house. Um, and you got to tell us about some of the items that you got for sale there. Well, one of the things that's pretty special is a, a Costa Rica trip. Uh, we have a home down there, and we did this last year. Yeah. People get to bid on it to use it for a week, and it's right on the beach on the Pacific side. It's actually very, very nice. Um, we have a fireplace with surround screen. That's worth about 2500 bucks. they're saying here. Two nights uh, ski and ride at the water park up at Jay Peak for two people. No, up to four people, actually, it says. Seasons Pass at Smuggler's Notch. Uh, Celtics tickets. Ooh. And they're good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them last year. And uh, my sister is going to make a coconut pie, which uh, she'll do for Thanksgiving. And I think last year somebody paid 125 bucks for that. It pie. must be a good <laughs> coconut pie. You know, I love coconut cream pie. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's Those that good, Greg? Life. And also, we have some stays at... Uh, uh, Vermont Hotel in uh, Burlington, which they're very generous, and uh, just so much more stuff. If you go on the website, you can kind of look around and see if there's something that fits your uh, taste. Fantastic. I, I'm just making a note here because I, I, I'll, I'll give it to you off the air. Um, I just talked with somebody, and I told him you were going to be on the program, and he said, make sure he hits me up so we can uh, get a product uh, in his uh, in his auction. Oh, so perfect. I'll tell you about that when we get Thank off you. the air. Now, these items that you just mentioned, do you have to be there that day? That's for, Those are the live auction the items? The live auctions, you have to be there. Yeah. All right. And then the silent auction, there's all kinds of stuff in there, too. People yeah. will be yelling and screaming for Costa Rica and Boston Celtics tickets. I can just see it. Uh, now you're going to have refreshments there. Also live entertainment. Tell me about that. Yeah, I guess there's going to be a little music there. Uh, Livia, who sets a lot of this up, she's a rock star for us. And uh, she's a board member, and she just is such a nice young lady. But uh, she set that music up. And, you know, Charlie, this morning's the first time I heard about it, actually. So <laughs> I'm a little behind the eight ball on that one. <laughs> You got to read your pass out, yeah, Greg. You know, to. but you are a busy guy. I'll give you a pass on that. Thank you. Two four four seventeen seventy seven. If you'd like to talk with Greg Tatro this afternoon, or one eight seven seven two nine one eight two five five. Jenna's promised their big event coming up this Saturday. It's in Johnson at uh, at the church. It's at uh, Jenna's uh, Jenna's house. Any other events that you've got coming up? Because I know you do things throughout the year. Anything else coming up? We don't have any more this year. We've been pretty busy. We did a golf tournament. We were part of a, a big run down in Grafton. Uh, and just so many different things. It takes it takes quite a bit to keep this operation going. and But it also gives people a chance to 
to uh, be involved, to yeah. learn, to to give a little bit. And so if they don't have some money, they want to donate some time. We love it when people do that because time's money. It sure. is for everybody. Yeah. So always so. looking for volunteers. If oh, you'd like absolutely. to Jenna'spromise.org. If you'd like more information, Jenna'spromise.org. I've got to thank you. You brought in uh, some divided sky and uh, uh, Finca Nueva Mexico. Yes. <laughs> how's my How's my Spanish? You're doing well. <laughs> it better. Uh, some. Uh, this is from Jenna's Promise Roasting Company, which I've been up to. They've got yeah. a wonderful roaster up there, and you've got a gentleman working there that. Uh, you know, if you take the time, he'll talk with you about, uh, you know, what kind of beans and, you know, some things that I never knew about, like decaf coffee and all of that, uh, right. you know, what they're doing to it and, you know, the dark roast versus the light roast. Uh, yeah. No, he's pretty, pretty good at what he does. He does a great job and we're, uh, we're going pretty good with that business. It's coming, coming fast and, uh, we figured it'd take five years or so to get it up and showing a profit, but I think we're going to beat that by fantastic. a few years. And people can uh, get the coffee at the Jenna's uh, coffee shop, right? Yes, it's uh, it's getting around now too. We're been in more stores and different places or online. Yep. But it's Jenna's Jenna's Promise Roasting Company. You can find it if you Google it. Pops right up. And as you mentioned, uh, in some of the rest areas uh, in there, Vermont, all the rest areas in the state of Vermont have our coffee now. So now you got to get the donuts in there. <laughs> the donuts are pretty good. I don't, <laughs> they are I don't know how we keep them fresh like that, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you got to get out to uh, Jenna's uh, Jenna's Coffee Shop in Johnson because uh, it's a great coffee shop. Uh, I saw the building before it was uh, Jenna's Coffee Shop, and I looked at it and said, "Man, you guys got a lot of work to do, and it's a it's a top notch spot now." And uh, you know, people can go in there and get coffee and uh, get sandwiches and and unbelievable donuts, and and not only that, but you're providing jobs for people. Exactly, and I saw the look in your eye that day too, where kind of <laughs> bewildered you were. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think you know. Really, look at this place, unbelievable, yeah. Greg. It's so great to see you. Hi to to Don, and and hope you have a wonderful auction this Saturday again. Jenna'spromise dot org. You can go online for the silent auction, or be there from four to eight. For the uh, live auction, and uh, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun and get some uh, some great items. Greg, always good to see you. Good luck with everything. Thank you for having us in again, Charlie. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Uh, Casella Waste Systems, Jolly Convenience Stores, Milne Travel, and Myers Bagel Cafe in Burlington. They are my sponsors. want to thank them. Theme song written and performed by Billy Bratcher. My executive producer is Brad Ferlin. Running the board today, Danny McGivigan. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job. I'm Charlie Papillo. I'll see you in my travels. I'll be back. Back with you on October 9th, right here on WDEV. Have a great day, and we'll see you then.